Welcome to the Almighty's Dollar Podcast with Daniel Watts, the director of the EGM Institute. Welcome to the Almighty's Dollar Podcast, where we're journeying down the road less traveled in Christian fundraising and giving. One of the important principles I taught my children was that comparison is the kiss of death. It usually leads to self-doubt, inferiority, or a sense of lacking. In some cases, comparison can diminish someone's feelings or their own experience. There are several cases in the Bible where comparisons and competition was viewed very unfavorably. However, as we noted last week, that's exactly what Paul is doing in 2 Corinthians chapter 8. He begins by citing the generosity of the Macedonians and then asks the, Christ- the Corinthians to compare their love to the love of Christ. My journey to understand this idea began over 15 years ago when my friend and mentor Rob Martin challenged me to take a closer look at 2 Corinthians 8 and 9, referred to by Rob as the Holy Grail of Giving. I picked up the gauntlet, and over the next few months, I gave those two chapters my full attention. Working through this particular passage in 2 Corinthians 8, 9, and 10, Paul's words struck me to the quick. I realized that he wanted me to compare my giving to the giving Jesus did when he walked on this earth. Jesus, who according to Psalm 24, 1, owns everything— had given everything he had so that I might become rich. He had given all for my spiritual freedom. Paul was asking the Corinthians to compare their giving to that. My giving seems so pathetic compared to Jesus' own giving, considering he gave it all. No wonder there's no tithe in the New Testament. 10% seems so weak and pathetic compared to Jesus' ultimate sacrifice on the cross. Well, I have this radical and emotional streak in me, so I quickly came to some preliminary conclusions as Paul's teaching settled in my soul. With tears streaming down my face, I walked into the family room where my poor wife was relaxing and watching, I think, a Hallmark movie. When I sat down on the couch, she noticed I had tears running down my cheeks. She got this, oh no, look on her face and pushed pause. I told her through my tears with really no introduction at all that we needed to sell everything we had and give it all to God. The next day, Marla told me the last time she saw me look like that, we ended up living in Poland for a decade. (laughs) We talked and prayed and She walked me away from the edge of the cliff, and we don't live in a tent in a field somewhere. However, both of us have become so convicted. We know that God wants our hearts to be tender toward the enormous sacrifice made by Jesus Christ, and we realize with all humility that our giving is just a small response to his enormous gift for us. Our response to his sacrifice is generosity. Giving is an expression of our love. This radical new perspective means that fundraising isn't just about getting money for the ministry. On the road well-traveled, the focus is on generating income for the church or the ministry organization. 
the pastor or the fundraiser is working frequently in that paradigm. In the paradigm, relationships are built, spiritual ROIs, return on investment, are communicated, vision is cast, and emotional stories are shared, all with the goal of motivating the donor to give a gift to the church or the ministry. The focus is on the gift, the giver, and the recipient. It's all along the horizontal plane between the giver and the receiver. Paul, on the other hand, seems to be working in a completely different atmosphere where the focus is on the giver, motivated by responding to God's gift in Christ Jesus. This creates a ministry paradigm that's focused on the spiritual life of the giver who's being encouraged to respond to God. On this road less traveled, fundraising is about helping people respond to God for the ultimate sacrifice Jesus made for us at Calvary. Definitely not a theme I'd ever heard or read or taught taught in my years of ministry and fundraising. I wish I could say I've attended a training seminar called Helping People Respond to the Cross of Christ, but I haven't. But that can change, can it? And why not? Why not include this profound spiritual truth in our teaching from the pulpit? Why not speak of fundraising as a way of responding to Jesus' love? This paradigm-shifting teaching on 2 Corinthians 8 and 9, 8 verse 9, can become foundational for the road less traveled. We hope you've enjoyed this week's The Almighty's Dollar Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, feel free to invite a colleague to join us. And I look forward to being with you again next week. And in the meantime, check out our website at www.egminstitute.org. See you next week. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Our next Almighty's Dollar podcast will be the same time next week. To learn more about giving and fundraising, check out the EGM Institute website at www.egminstitute.org.